Jeff? No, Jake. Jake Morrow. And there was a hundred thousand dollars being offered as a reward for his safe return. It had been reported that he'd been kidnapped by the Dupree crime family and that he might have escaped, but still needed help. The Dupree family had long been on the FBI's most wanted list, and from what Riley had been able to piece together, the feds had almost managed to capture them. Only things had gone wrong in a raid on a warehouse in Los Angeles. While tracking Reginald Dupree and his uncle Angus Dupree, Morrow had disappeared from the warehouse. From what Riley remembered, a Dupree helicopter was able to get away during the shootout. It was suspected that Morrow was on that chopper, held against his will by Angus. Reginald and two of his associates had subsequently been arrested and were still in custody. The weird thing was, Jake had been spotted all over the country, but the last report had him near Billings, Montana. So, of all places for him to show up, why here? Riley lowered the rifle yet again and stood. Special Agent Jake Morrow? The man froze and Riley raised his hands, along with the rifle, over his head and started walking slowly toward him. He stayed on the path that led to the little campsite clearing, bypassing the large rocks and tangled bushes, as well as enormous trees. I'm Riley Martelli. I'm a bounty hunter, and I've been tracking a guy. I thought you were him. Imagine my surprise when you turned. The man palmed his weapon in a move so fast, Riley didn't have time to blink. Morrow aimed the gun at him. Riley's street training didn't allow him to freeze. He just dove behind the nearest tree as the gun cracked. The bullet pinged off the large trunk, sending debris stinging against his face. Hey, I'm one of the good guys. What are you doing? Another bullet zipped past him, and he raised his own rifle to his shoulder once again. Stop shooting. I'm not trying to hurt you. He peered around the rock, his blood pumping. His eyes met Morrow's, and the man glared at him for another few seconds before he raised his weapon once again to aim it at Riley's face. Riley pulled back just as another pop sounded. Then he heard the engine of the SUV roar to life. Riley rose to his feet once again and watched the agent drive away while his heart thundered in his ears. Why had Agent Morrow reacted that way? Had he not heard him calling out to him? Of course he'd heard and still opened fire. His aim had been deliberate. Close shots that meant business. If the look in his eyes meant anything, Jake Morrow wasn't lost, and he definitely didn't want to be found. Riley reached for his cell phone, checked that he had a signal, and went to the news website. The number he'd seen on the television last night regarding reporting tips for Jake Morrow sightings was on the homepage. He tapped the number and lifted his phone to his ear. FBI Special Agent Harper Prentice lowered her feet from her desk and leaned forward, her attention totally focused on what she was hearing. She'd been about to walk out the door to head home for the evening when the call had come through. Could this finally be the tip they were waiting for? Tell me again. I want to make sure I didn't miss anything. And that his story didn't change. The man on the other side of the conversation had identified himself as Riley Martelli and said he'd spotted Jake Morrow in Drum Creek, Colorado. Skepticism was her first reaction. 
They'd had so many bogus tips that her head hadn't stopped spinning with all the information she'd had to sift through. But the more this guy talked, the more she wondered if he'd really seen Jake. He repeated the story word for word. The details didn't change. Nothing left out. Nothing added. They had to check it out. Hold on a second. Sure. She did a quick Google search. It was about a 10-hour drive to Drum Creek. If they left within the hour, they'd have time for a couple of hours of sleep before jumping on the case. She pondered taking the choppers, but they'd need their vehicles for the dogs. Then again, she wanted to get there before too much time passed and Jake had a chance to move on. Or there was another option, one that made the most logistical sense. All right, I'll tell you what. If I take a chopper, I can be there within a couple of hours.